pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. Oh! LeBron James with no regard for human life! I know the leagues. I know the teams. I know these players. I know this wonderful game called football. Look, there's nothing in the rule book that says you can't play drunk. No, actually, there is. Now a policeman, a state trooper has come on the field, and the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. Hot route. Red seven, red seven, red seven. From Denver, Colorado, the Fantasy Sportsbook. Here's your hosts, Corey Nelson and Squirrel Sam. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fantasy Sportsbook, Episode 7. Today's date is 5-11-2020, and we are getting into some good stuff today. Um, I'm your I'm going to be your host today, Squirrel. My co-host is Corey. Uh, how are you doing today, Corey? Oh, man, great. I just chugged two cups of coffee, so I'm ready to debate you on all things sports today. Wow, juiced up and ready to go, huh? Good yeah. Lord. I'll tell you what, man, that coffee around here just, just, just does you in. Uh, well, you know, I was tired, been working hard all day, so I figured why not get jacked up for the podcast. That's right, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, cool. So this past weekend, um, I was supposed to go golfing. Well, mm-hmm. that, that did not ensue. Um, uh, I had some family issues to deal with, so we didn't, uh, we didn't get there. We, Lounged around the house, uh, hung out, watched some TV, man, caught up on some episodes of, uh, was it Grey's Anatomy, like my wife likes to watch, and just hung around, cleaned up the house, hang out with the dogs, and just had ourselves a, a decent, nice weekend. So, what did you, uh, what'd you get into this weekend? Uh, you know, not much. I was waiting around for you to send me that scorecard so I could see, uh, you know, who won that bet, but yeah, now I man. see that nobody did. Other than that, just hung out. Uh, watched the UFC fights, um, and just did some extra work on the side. So, you know, oh, okay, you do, not you do, a whole you do lot a of extra, exciting you do stuff. Extra work on the side, huh? Do you? Like yeah, uh, making a video for YouTube. That's what I was doing oh, most of the weekend. Okay, editing. yeah, your uh, your cooking show, if I remember. I'm a cook. Yeah, it's a cooking show. Cooking with Rock Quarry. That's what they call it. So, cooking with Rock Quarry. Yeah, everybody needs to go check that out. Man, he cooks some cooks some pretty good stuff on that thing. So, yeah, I mean, people are loving it. Yeah, um, we we are going to be getting into a a, a good bit of stuff today. Um, all kinds of all kinds of new new things that are happening in sports. I know there's not very many sports that are going on right now, but we are able to come up with some content to, to, to keep it rolling. And so one thing that I really want to start and talk about is this brand new baseball um, return. So with the, with that coming up, we got Corey, uh, we got Corey here with our sports news of the day. What's happening in the world of sports? All right. Thanks for that. Uh, So just like you mentioned, possibly baseball returning in July. Uh, They're trying to get this all ironed out now uh, for a faster spring training and then, or I guess summer training and then early July do some baseball. Um, Interesting to note that they're probably going to be 
a lot of fights about how they're getting paid because they want to go 50-50 on the profits, or at least the uh, the owners do. Uh, right. And already some out some outpouring about how some players aren't going to want to do that. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if that even happens. What's your take on that? Yeah, that is going to be interesting. On because uh, if I if I know correctly, baseball is one of the um, main sports that uh, there's no salary cap. You know, so there's no there's no real real way to determine you know who gets paid and how they get paid and 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 the split the 50 50 split that they're talking about here is is i think is going to be more than generous but it's not what the players are looking forward to because that they they're they're saying the owners are making more money than what they're saying and they want more out of this they're not they're, they're they're not thinking that this is healthy enough for them to just go back and play for small margins of money so i think that this holdout will be a main main issue to see if the if the major league baseball organization is actually going to be coming back here in july definitely they're gonna probably get into some arguments arguments about that i could see so uh, next up, the only sport really that's going on is uh, and on the TV is the Korean Baseball Organization. Uh, I have fallen out of love with it already. Uh, you know, it piqued my interest there for a little bit, but I no longer um, care for it. What have you been watching it? Yeah, I've uh, I've actually caught a few games, um, but it is not too much to my liking. I mean, I I do like baseball. I do love baseball, but this is. This is a little different than <laughs> what we're normally used to watching, but it's great to see um, sports getting back on TV and ESPN able to, you know, hit a contract with some kind of some type of sport to keep us engaged in everything that's going on. <clears throat> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and then finally, uh, well, actually, we got a couple more things. I just thought of one, but uh, uh, UFC they had their first uh, big pay per view last uh weekend on saturday uh i believe there was about one and a half million viewers uh for that not including obviously illegal streams and stuff like that i tuned in it was a great um couple of matches with a bunch of guys that were kind of unknown to me i guess um did you catch any of it yeah i caught i caught just uh you know the main fight i didn't i didn't catch the whole main card i didn't get to i didn't watch it all um uh, I did buy it, but it doesn't, <laughs> I didn't watch the whole thing. Shame on me, you know, paying all that. But, um, it was, it was entertaining. Um, just as it Gaethy, how do you say that? Gaith G or however you say that guy's last name, he was just pounding and pounding Ferguson, you know, left and right and left and right. And just Ferguson was just not a decent match for Justin Gaith, Gaith G or, However you say his name, but I think it was a it was it was a great fight. It was great to watch. I'm not huge on watching UFC, but since there ain't much to watch right now, why did, why not sit here and you know pay pay a little bit just to you know have an entertaining night? Yeah, no, it definitely was uh, cool to watch, and uh, I did a lot of live betting or or not exactly live betting, but betting while it was going on, which I felt was was really fun uh, to kind of get into the sport a little bit more. Um, so mm-hmm. I think they're going to be able to corner the market for a long time. If we don't get any other sports coming up, um, they had, you know, uh, some fight night going on on Wednesday. I didn't tune into that, but and then I think they're going to have some fights this weekend of guys that I've never heard of. So 
you know, they're going to have some fights for sure and take advantage of it why they can. Um, also, uh, the Bundesliga, I believe it's pronounced. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, pronounced, it's pronounced Bundesliga. Okay, well, uh, that's going to be starting this weekend. Back yes, up. sir, it so, is. Absolutely. Some big matches there. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. I'm huge. I'm big. I just I love soccer. I'm big on soccer, and I know I I I know facts to the moon and back in soccer. And I'm so happy that that football around the world is getting back to getting back to playing, especially over in Europe. I, I'm not sure how long it's going to take here in you know America for the MLS to get back together, but I'm 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 very excited to be able to you know get up and watch you know European football again. Yeah, definitely should be exciting. I think I'm going to – I put a big bet on Dortmund to win. So um, let's go. That's my team now. Got to love live sports. Yeah, got to <laughs> love live sports. <laughs> yep, so that's uh, I think all I got for news today. So um, in, in other news, I am going to be – introducing a it'll be it'll be near at the end of the segment we'll we'll do it at the end of the segment okay going moving on to our next uh segment in this uh podcast we have a poll question from that we do every week and the one from last week it has been answered and what do you got to say there Corey? All right, so poll question last week was, do running backs matter in fantasy football? Put that out on the Twitter, at Fantasy S Book on Twitter. Put that out there. <clears throat> Got a lot of votes. Uh, 82.4% of people said, yes, it does matter. And 17.6% says, no, it do- they do not matter. So uh, well, interesting is, to see that. That is uh, a very definitive answer <laughs> out, of the, uh, out of the social media pool there. Um, I um, I am obviously as I was last week. I'm in total agreement with um, the uh, poll, and um, I'm I'm glad it went this way. Run, running backs do matter. They have to matter. They are a quarter of an offense, dude. Honestly, they are a big part of fantasy. They're a big part of football. They're a big part of a whole team. So it's it's pretty pretty hard to see that 17. percent I want to know who they are to to think that running backs don't matter in fantasy. Yeah, I. Uh... I was surprised that there was even 17% of people that said that, but you know, that's just how the cookie crumbles, I guess. So that's the, that's the results there for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it was, it's interesting to really honestly think and to sit here and look at 17% of these, uh, of the voters honestly think that running backs, don't matter. I, I honestly, I want to. I want to get one of these people on and, and talk to him and, and and understand why. Why don't you think a running back actually matters in fantasy? What What is it about a running back that you think does not matter in fantasy? They are. They get. They, they gotta get, be trolls. They gotta be trolls. They're just they trying to be, get they, you they, pumped they, up right now. Yeah. Yeah. No. And they are. And they are. And it's ridiculous. But it's 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 how it's how it's going. And I I, I don't think they should be voting anymore because it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, we'll make sure to Got filter all them out next up, time. Man. So <laughs> that's the that's the poll for you. But let's let's keep on. Let's keep on moving. Um, all these haters out there voting. Um, I'm going to move into the NFL segment of this podcast, and let's start with the offensive player of the year. Now we have a lot of great NFL players this year. We have a lot of new. Fantastic 
players. Um, last week we did the rookie of the year, um, offensive rookie of the year. Now I really want to do the offensive just player, not a rookie, but which player for you takes a team and puts it on his back, doesn't need no one, and mm-hmm. and, and, and gets it all done for the MVP at the end of this year? For me? For you, yeah, mm. for you. You know, on the offense, on offense. A, that is a tough, tough call, you know. Uh, you could easily go and say that it's going to be uh, Patrick Mahomes, um, a Christian McCaffrey, uh, Russell Wilson, a Saquon Barkley, something like that. But mm-hmm. I'm going to play a little uh, uh, devil's advocate and go with uh, Drew Locke. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It's not going to be Drew Locke. I just threw that in there for funny. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, you know, the, the amount of weapons Kyler Murray got around him, uh, you know, if Arizona can really get it together, make a playoff run, you know, Kyler Murray, I could see him uh, being the offensive player of the year. Looking right now on um, F- uh, FanDuel's uh, sports book, Kyler Murray is plus 3,200 for offensive player of the year. So, you know, yeah. Vegas doesn't think it's going to happen, but there's a possibility. I think, well, you know, he has the weapons and the and the, the skills. He won rookie of the year last year. Why couldn't he win play, uh, offensive player of the year this year? No, no, absolutely. That is, a, that is you make a very, very good point. Why is since he broke into the league last year, made one uh, offensive rookie of the year? Why, why, why can he not with the new weapons that he has and DeAndre Hopkins and he's got Christian Kirk and Kenyon Drake and that offense? Why, why, why can't he put up those same numbers and why can't he be the offensive player of the year? But last year. The sports book fan, the uh, Caesar sports book had um, this man that I chose at a hundred to one. So if you to put a hundred dollars on Lamar Jackson last year winning the offensive MVP or offensive player of the year, you'd have won ten grand because he. The year before that, he didn't come in and he didn't blow the league apart and he didn't do that. But his second year, which was last year, he did. He came in, he learned the offense. Everybody didn't think he was gonna, you know, blow the league apart and be great and do this. But there, but there he was, and there he did. Mm-hmm. And he took that team to, you know, the uh, AFC. Um, was it AFC uh, divisional round and? You know, they, no, unfortunate they came in against a great Tennessee offense, a great Tennessee team, and I, w- I wouldn't say a great Tennessee offense. I would say a great Tennessee Derrick Henry and a great Tennessee defense. But Lamar Jackson, I believe, is gonna is gonna be that offensive player of the year. There's Patrick Mahomes has too many weapons. He's got too many options that make him that make him great. Lamar Jackson has a great bit of options, but I don't see Lamar Jackson having as many crazy options as Patrick Mahomes. I mean, can you name one of the one of his wide receivers? Can I name uh Lamar uh, uh, Jackson's wide receivers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Let me go ahead. Uh his name's Marquise Hollywood Brown. Maybe there you've you heard go. of him. He's uh uh-huh. Antonio Brown's cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh he went off last year. They also have a guy named uh is it Miles Boykin? Miles uh, Boykin, right? Yep. He mm-hmm. plays there. Uh, they got this tight end uh, named Mark Andrews or Mandrews. He's pretty good. Mark, Mark Andrews Ingram. is great. 
uh, is a great running back. They got okay. J.K. Dobbins now. Um, okay. I would well, argue to that, say that he has more weapons than Patrick Mahomes does. I, I I would completely disagree with you. He has some options. He has some weapons, but he doesn't have a Tyreek Hill. He doesn't have a Sammy Watkins. He doesn't have uh, a Travis Kelsey. I mean, Mark Andrews is great, but he's not Travis Kelsey. I just um, named. Are Holly, you kidding me? No, 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 no. Mark Andrews is not not Travis Kelsey. I mean, I don't, I don't care how. Okay, so what is the fourth only best three, tight end? There's only, there's only three. Then he's the fourth. No, 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 no. I mean, Gronk's back. No, I mean, Gronk's you can't, old and you, retired. Oh, you can't we, say we, you that can't Gronk. Tr- you can't you can trust. S- you can't trust Gronk. How can you not? Tr- yeah, just because he gets injured a lot. I get it. I understand. I, I, I see where you're. He hasn't there. played he, for a full year. He hasn't played for a full year, but that doesn't mean he ain't been working out. He ain't been doing good. He ain't been. Antonio Brown didn't play for a whole year. He was working out. He was playing. Le'Veon Bell didn't play for a whole year. He was getting. Yeah, didn't, he was, didn't Gronk lose like a bunch of weight though? From what I've seen, yeah, it looks like he has lost a bunch of weight, but I can't. I'm not for certain on that, but it, it does look like he has lost a good bit of weight. But I still don't think that he is. He is going to be below the top five tight ends in the league, without a doubt. You know, Travis. Kelsey regardless, back. regardless, regardless, regardless. That doesn't. Okay, Gronk, this Gronk discussion doesn't have anything to do with what you're trying to. The point you're no, trying it, to. No, it prove. doesn't. But I'm saying he, <laughs> Lamar Jackson has options, but his his weapons are not as powerful as Patrick Mahomes' weapons. And okay, Lamar Jackson did as much, if not more. So I, okay, I, I, but- I I'm, I'm saying Lamar Jackson with his mobile ability. Is going to be the offensive player of the year next year. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I, they're both. It's if you want to look right now, I'm looking right now. FanDuel's um, sportsbook. We need to get sponsored by FanDuel because I keep referencing them. But yeah, uh, we need to. Patrick Mahomes plus six fifty, Lamar Jackson plus nine fifty. So those two guys are at the top of the list. Uh, if Patrick Mahomes plays a whole season, then he's going to win it. If he doesn't, well, depends on depends on his grabs. record. Depends on his record. If Patrick Mahomes goes goes ten and ten and six, and Lamar Jackson goes thirteen and three, do you still give it to uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, even if they, their stats are nearly the same? Yeah, because well, if their stats are nearly the same, no. But I think Patrick Mahomes' stats will be better if he plays an entire season. If he plays a whole season at. instead of what? What did he yes. play? Thirteen games last year. Yeah, 13, that's yeah. what I'm. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, no, no, no. Between, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I, I do agree. It's going to be a fight between those two. I mean, honestly, if if everybody's he- if they're both healthy, they yeah. both play the same amount of games. It's going to be between them, and it's going to be, uh, you know, who had a comeback win or something like that. Okay, essentially. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on then. Let's see what you have on the other side, and I want to see who your defensive player of the year will be this year. All right, now this is going to be a bunch of Homer talk again. But, you know, here's how I see it. Von Miller is going to be the defensive player of the year. Now, here's why I say that. He's had a couple of off years the last two years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last year, he lost Bradley Chubb to an ACL. They were just double teaming him left and right. He didn't have much interior help. Bradley Chubb will be back. The Broncos traded for Jarrell Casey. Their their defensive line is going to be – uh, forced to reckon with mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to afford to double team Vaughn um, and him being double team is going to create openings for both Chubb and Jarrell Casey I think Vaughn Miller is going to get back he's going to have the best year that he's had uh, for the last couple of years 
and he's going to win offensive player of the year. He's just, or defensive defense player of the year, player. excuse me. Mm-hmm. He's just due, I think. He's just due with with all the improvements they made on defense and how hungry he is and kind of getting sick and tired of not being able to be that guy, you know. Um, you know, he was a Super Bowl MVP, what, four years ago? Um, yeah. I'm sure he's, he's, he's still hungry to, you know, win some awards. No, absolutely. I, um, I do agree that he's a great player and he is due a defensive player of the year award, but I just, I don't, I don't think he's going to get another one before he retires. I think that, um, Von Miller's prime is, is a few years behind him. Um, he's still an amazing athlete. He's great. He's, um, He's going to be great for the next few years, but I think his his prime defensive player of the year years are a few years behind him. Now, he, this man that I have chosen is upcoming. He is top notch, um, and he he is a force to be reckoned with on the defensive line. And that's Khalil Mack for Chicago. Um, was traded by um, Oakland to um the bears and he has had a destructive and immense year last year um i watched a lot of khalil mack he was my defensive player that i picked um in in my fantasy draft last year got me a good bit of points he's always in the backfield he's making sacks he's tackling runners you know disrupting the run game and he he him i think it's i think it'll be between him and aaron donald honestly um, for okay. the Rams, Aaron Donald is a is a beast as well. Um, but I think Khalil Mack has has the stature of you know you remember when Indomitian Sue came out of Nebraska his first season you know mm-hmm. in the NFL he was a force to be reckoned with. Everybody did not want to play against Indomitian Sue in Detroit uh, out uh, up there, but. Khalil Mack is bringing that same same step and power back into the defensive line, and I think he is is going to be at the end of the year the defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I mean, I don't know, I I don't see it. Uh, you know, they're the Bears are a dumpster fire. Uh, they've just been going downhill year after year after year. So I just don't think um, there's going to be enough opportunity for him to show his stuff to be the defensive player of the year. That's just my take. Okay. Um, why, why, why do you, why, why do you not think Khalil Mack will be able to show you just because, is it just because of the team that he has, you know, with the bears the and team? Yeah. The, the, bears, the bears defense they, they is stink. not, the bears defense isn't, isn't that bad. It's their offense well, that can't put together. Best, a his, his best years or his best year as a bear was when Vic Fangio was the defensive coordinator who is now the Broncos coach since then. I don't know. I mean, I don't have stats. So now I'm kind of just talking to mm-hmm. talk, but no, yeah, I mean, it's... let's say that the bears are in a bunch of blowouts every game and they're mm-hmm. getting blown out. We're not going to keep Khalil Mack on the field when they're down by 20 points. You know, he's not going to be out there still getting sacks. Defensive players get sacks when they are blowing out another team and the other team is forced to pass. And that's when defensive players really rack up all their stuff. And I just don't think he'll have as many opportunities to do that because the bears will be getting beaten down so much. Mm-hmm. Just okay. my opinion. No, I mean it's. I mean, I I I agree a little bit because of of Chicago not being able to, you know, keep the ball and and be able to you know put points up on the board. So it's going to put a lot of pressure on Khalil Mack to keep going. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, every him playing every possession and every, you know, every series, he he's not going to be able to get, you know, a sack every one. But I I, I think he's going to be able to do enough to on a defense that 
doesn't have a lot of superstars. You know, you got you got some, but I think he's going to be able to stand out enough to where he could win the award. But no, it's it, it, it's going to be a toss up, like we said. So let's um let's push on. Let's keep on rolling. I have um, worked up the. I, I looked on NFL. Um, network and I found the top five new the NFL match games this season. Now these I I, I want your take on each one. Um, just a few little things on it and see what you got. So we're gonna start with number five. This is the fifth best game this year. It'd be San Francisco at Dallas. What do you got there? What's the score and how does that go? Wait. San Francisco at Dallas. San Francisco at Dallas. This is, no, this is the fifth best game. Of the when year. what what time of the of the year do you know? Um, I did not write all okay. that down. Uh, um, it's San Francisco it's, wins at Dallas. At I, Dallas, uh, San Francisco beats Dallas in Dallas. Dallas is still too dysfunctional, man. Um, we kind of talked about how I feel about Dallas on the mm-hmm. last couple of podcasts. Yeah, they. They have a brand new coach, Mike McCarthy. Uh, you know, how, who knows how that's going to go? What kind of offense they're going to be running? If Dak's going to be paid or not by then? Uh, you know, I just San Francisco. You know, they went to the Super Bowl last year. You know, why wouldn't they uh, be primed to repeat this year? Yeah, um, I, um, I, I do not agree with you on this one. I am going to take this one out of my buddy's book. He is a Dallas fan and I'm just, I'm, I'm not a big Dallas fan. As you know, I'm, I don't like Dallas, but I think Dallas is going to take this one in Dallas. I like Dallas out of Dallas. I'm not too good with the Cowboys at home. I love Jerry Jones. I love the, I, I, I love the atmosphere. I love Amari Cooper and, and CD lamb, the new, new talented wide receiver. Um, but San Francisco has got that, that run game, you know, my boy from right. that I went to high school with, you know, so they're going to give him yep. some stint, but Dallas takes this one. I say, um, I'm going to say a 28, 21 game Dallas. Interesting. Interesting take. So, so number four, is New Orleans at Las Vegas. Now, this is one of their new. This is one of their first games, I believe. So it's going to yeah. be a new, and it's 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 a new environment, new atmosphere. New Orleans, a heavy hitter, is coming into town. What do you got there? Uh, I mean, New Orleans, easy. The Raiders still dysfunctional. Don't know what they're doing. They have Derek Carr as their quarterback. That's a crazy uh, proposition. Yeah, mm. the Vegas is not going to have any type of home field advantage. It's going to be all different types of fans, if there are fans there this year, which I don't think there will be. But it's going to be all different types of um, fans, people that aren't even Saints or Raiders fans, just people in Vegas who want to go get messed up and go to a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, someone who won on the table and said, Hey, let's all go to the game. I got money. Let's get a suite, whatever. It's going to be like that. So there's going to be absolutely no home field advantage. New Orleans, basically pr- one last time for Drew Brees to try to make it to the Super Bowl before he retires. So I think, uh, easily the saints. Yeah, no, I, um, I'm totally in agreement there. I, I love new Orleans. I love Drew Brees. I love, um, Michael Thomas. Um, I'm a big Alvin Kamara fan and, 
I don't think Las Vegas, even with there being their new stadium and their new team and all this, I don't, I don't, I don't see them taking this game. They may take a few games, but I just don't see them taking this one when the Saints and Drew Brees come into town. Um, so let's move on to the number three best game, and I want to, I, I want you to get, uh, I want to hear really what you think about this one because I love this game. I love these 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 next three. Kansas City comes in to Buffalo. What do you got? Uh, that should be a pretty good matchup. Uh, as if Josh Allen can improve his uh, accuracy, uh, get some rep- rapport with hey. Stefan Diggs, who I'm super high on. Um, you know, if that all happens, you know, that could be a good matchup. Buffalo has a good D. Uh, I don't know exactly when this game is happening in the year, but maybe colder weather game might be a little bit helpful. Uh, but overall, you know, Kansas City probably wins this game, but it's going to be a tough battle. It'll be a very close one. I don't know, 21-17. So here it is. I got you, bro. This is going to be one of the big upsets of the year. Buffalo is going to take this game at home with no doubt. I don't think that um, Kansas City will be able to come into this one and come out with a win. Now, obviously, Kansas City is going to be able to come out with a win in 12, I believe, of their games. This is going to be one of those four that they are going to lose at home or at, at, at in New York at home at Buffalo with a talented Buffalo team with a new wide receiver, Stephon Diggs for for Kyle or Josh Allen, excuse me, Josh Allen to throw to. And I think that offense is going to give Kansas City's weakened defense a little bit, a, a bit of a trouble there and come out on top with a win uh, against Patrick yeah, Mahomes. I, I could see it. You know, I could see it. Definitely will be a close one for sure. So um, who knows what's going to happen with that. So now, now moving on. I got one of the best matchups this year. Kansas City at. Now they have to go to Baltimore. Wait, I think you skipped one. Excuse New me. Orleans at Excuse me. Excuse me. The second best. My fault. My fault. We, we're all going to be watching this one. Is New Orleans versus at Tampa Bay. Is at Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Gronk, Tom Brady, Mike Evans. Coming, coming strong. Got to play a great game against a tough ch- uh, Chiefs offense and a Chiefs team. What what do you got there? So New Orleans, Tampa Bay. I'll say it again because you're again getting confused. Oh, well, I'm, uh, I am getting yeah, confused. I'm still the first confused. game. It's the first game of the of the season, right? Yeah, Is uh, that Monday yes. night. Yes. It's uh, Drew Brees, Monday Tom night. Brady. Yeah, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Monday night. Yeah, should be should be a good one. Um, I think Tampa Bay has got a lot to work to do. They're not as cohesive as a unit as the Saints and uh, Drew Brees are. So you know, I see the Saints winning easy. You see the Saints winning easy on this. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I I I, I really just think a better team. I think this series is going to be split through the year. Tampa's going to take one, which will be this one at home. And New Orleans is going to take the one that they got at home. And I think that Tom Brady is going to show us true. He's going to show us true. He's he's a true born winner, no matter what team he's on. I'm, I'm, this team is not a shitty, shitty team. It's not a really bad team. It's a pretty good team. Now that you know they got some good draft picks, 
But, you know, Drew Brees is just a monster, and he's hard to predict, and he's hard to beat, but he is beatable, and it happens every now and again. And I think Tom Brady's going to gonna take over Drew Brees, on, the, on especially at this game. Look, everybody's taking Drew Brees for his word, or at his, or not Drew Brees, Tom Brady at his word, that he's the greatest without Bell Belichick. That remains to be seen. We still have no idea what's going to happen with him in a new a new city, a new team. You know, everyone's just expecting Tampa Bay to be good, but there's no way to know. So uh, until we see some preseason, some stuff like that, you got to go with the team that's been together for the last three years and has been making the playoffs. Right. Okay. That's, that's no, I'm, I, I, I mean, I, I see where you stand. So now the best matchup of the year by far, no matter what. Kansas City has to travel into Baltimore. What are your thoughts? Now, this is a game that I probably could see Kansas City losing, depending on uh, a certain amount of things. Hopefully, both everybody's healthy for this, so it'd be a game for the ages. But uh, Baltimore, you know, usually always has a pretty good defense. Kansas City, like you kind of said earlier, doesn't really have a defense. They didn't really do anything to improve their defense. So Mm -mm. uh, a close one for sure, but Baltimore at home, you got to give it to the home favorite. Yeah, no, I um, I'm definitely going with Baltimore. The Kansas City or Kansas City, I believe, is going to have three to four losses on their schedule, and I have just told you one. Now this is going to be the second one. Um, Baltimore is too tough. They actually have a pretty good defense playing at home. Lamar Jackson, it's 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 going to be it's going to be a, a done deal. It's not going to be a blowout, obviously, but I think it's going to be a a a decent you know thirty four twenty one you know. Uh, a pretty easy slide at home. Now, opposite, if it was flipped, I think Kansas City would do the same thing. I think Kansas City would take it, you know, big time like that if they were at home. It's all about the home field advantage and the way it feels for players and everything. So, well, yeah, I agree. Let's, that is our NFL segment um, of this week. So, let's, let, I'm going to move on. I do a fan question every week. This one comes in from um, Tony uh, from Florida, and she says, Who has the better odds? New England or Tampa Bay making the playoffs or New England having a winning season? What do you think, Corey? Oh, man, this is a tough question, a really tough one. Um, You know, off the top of my head, I would say New England having a winning season, but it's close. It's really, really, really close. Um, So you, so you you really think New England could make the playoffs this year? No, it says winning season. A winning, winning, season, winning season, season. Excuse me. You really yeah. think that's what I meant? You really go, think New England's going to have a winning season? Eight and eight's a winning season, right? No. Oh, well, I mean that's then, that's that's fifty fifty. Yeah. I mean, did you win? But you but you didn't have a winning season, but you didn't have a losing season. So you had an average season. All right. So they'd have to go nine and seven. Nine and they seven. Could, yes. They could do that. They could do that. I think. With, uh, Tampa with, Bay, with Jared Stidham at, at, at the helm. Look, I'm just saying that uh, everyone is on the is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I don't want to be on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you you don't oof. think that they're as good as everyone's talking about? No, I mean they weren't good last year. Jameis Winston threw for five thousand some yards. Yeah, but he also threw forty picks, thirty picks. I mean, you got to yeah. You, imagine you got, you got, imagine you if he didn't it. throw those picks, he would have right. been. They would have been really that, good. I've said it plenty of times. Imagine if you just take ten of those thirty picks away, 
uh, or ten, or may, maybe even half of them, dude. And and, and I, I think you got yourself, you know, five, th- th- three to five more wins. And you got I, I think I'm going to just plant my flag here and say that I don't believe in Tampa Bay, so I'm going to go with New England having a winning season right now. Looking on FanDuel, uh, New England Patriots over under nine over nine wins is minus one hundred five. Uh, Patriot or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers making the playoffs is minus one ten odds. So or minus two thirty odds. So better odds, better oh. odds for them for sure. Sorry, okay. minus minus two thirty. So definitely better odds for Tampa Bay. But I'm sticking my my foot in the ground and I'm saying they're not going to make it. Uh, if there's even a season. Well, then I'm going to stick my foot in the ground over here, and I'm going to tell you that New England is not going to have a winning season. They will be under 500. Now, I don't know how far under 500. I don't think it'll be that far under 500. Maybe one, maybe two losses under 500. But I think that New England does not have a winning season this year by by any means. I don't think that Bill Belichick can bring Jarrett Stidham to to win eight games. You know, well, I, don't, I mean, I we'll I don't, see. I've looked at New England's schedule. I don't see eight wins on that schedule. You know, I don't see. I eight mean, they play in the AFC West or East, though. So yeah, well, Buffalo's going to take that division, bro. And Miami's not going to be a slouch right now. You know, with Tua coming up, I don't, I don't, I don't think They're, Miami. They'll be, be a, they'll be a slouch. They'll be a slouch. No, not in that division. I don't think. I mean, what do you what do you? Who is going to be a rookie? Come on, man. So Kyler Murray was a rookie. Threw for four thousand. What did Arizona finish though? Yeah, but you got to look at that. Look at that division. No, 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 no. What did Arizona? What did they finish? They were four and twelve. Okay, but how many rookie quarterbacks? Look at the rest of their division. They have the they have the 49ers and they have the Seahawks right above them. And the Rams put that. And the Rams. Yeah, so if you put the Dolphins right there with the Jets, the Jets will probably be a little bit better than the Dolphins. You no. got Buffalo and you got New England. There's Buffalo's going to win. I think Buffalo will be uh, your, your winner. Check us out. Miami will be in second place. New England in third. and the <sighs> That's Jets the hottest take I've ever heard. Okay. I'm That's telling, the hottest I'm take I've right ever now, heard. Bro. That defense. A rookie quarterback Miami? with a yeah. second-year coach. Their defense is not that good. They traded away one of their best players. Yeah, but they but they went and got Byron Jones and they went and got Kyle Again, Van Noy. That, Kyle Van Noy is old. Oh, come on. He was his top notch fucking def, top excuse me. Top notch defensive player in New England. I think you can curse on here if you want. I mean, I know I'm sure I can, but I'm sure Miles would be mad. If I if I uh if I Google Byron Jones, the one of the questions is is Byron Jones good? And this says Byron Jones is an excellent player. So I guess that's all we need to know about Byron Jones. That's uh, he's a, he came from Dallas. He's a great he's a great corner, dude. I mean, he I think I think Miami's set to 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 start over and, and get going. And I think I'm telling you right now, dude, they're going to be second place in that division, bro. You 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 mark me. You mark it down. Okay, best we'll mark hot it down. Take of the year, we'll add it to the list of hot takes that you have that you haven't been right about. Uh, oh really? How many of them have yeah. I not been right about? Well, you the Justin Hebert one basically. Oh, I was. I mean, come on, dude. How was I? It's not that I was wrong. I was one pick off. I mean, I, yeah, I had you were you were at, you were adamant you were adamant that he was yeah, going to Miami because I, I didn't like Tua in Miami. 
I but now that like, two is in Miami, he's gonna be. They're gonna be the the second place in the AFC East. But you don't they, like him, like and that doesn't make any sense. Would, you, you're making zero sense right now. No, they they, they would have been the the number two even with Herbert. I, I I haven't I haven't changed my opinion on on where Miami's gonna stand. I just don't, I don't like. Know, I don't two. know about that. I don't, I don't like Tua. That. I've said I don't like Tua. I mean, it doesn't didn't matter where Tua went. He could have went to the Chargers. I still don't like Tua. And then what? The Chargers would have been number two? Not in that division. No. No way. No way. Not All a right. chance. Not a chance. All right. You, 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 you guys will be second. Denver will be second in, in that division. Let's hope. Okay, so let's move it on. Let's uh, th- thank you, Tony, for the fan question. By the way, let's get into our great, sports great bet. fan question. Great fan question. Good debate. Good everything. Let's get into our sports bet segment, and that's Corey. Take it away. All right. Uh, so we don't have any actual bets. I just kind of wanted to talk about the UFC and the ability to bet on FanDuel while the game was going, or on DraftKings, whichever you prefer, while the fights were going. Uh, funny story for me. I was betting, betting. Losing, losing, uh, opted into some promo on DraftKings, bet some extra money on Gaethy to win outright for the fight to not go the limit or the full length and for it to be a knockout. Hit all those bets at the end, uh, made by my money back and more. So that's just a great, some type of great thrill with gambling, watching live sports, losing money, and then making it all back and doing it with your friends. You know, I was with my roommates and we were, uh, you know, all down on each other and be like, who picked this bet? Who picked this bet? And then we all won at the end and we were all excited. So that was fun. Also, FanDuel is doing this thing called anything props where you go on. I think we talked about this a little bit, but you go on, you uh, click it. They they say, what's the weather going to be in Longmont, Colorado tomorrow? Uh, What's the high going to be? And you pick over under. And if you get it right, they give you free $5 in site credit up to $50. So yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Just kind of mm-hmm. betting on some things here and there. So that's yeah, all funny. I got for that. Just it's they're they're turning they're turning uh, America into all all into gambling addicts. <laughs> yeah, they're turning us all into into FanDuel masters and 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 get on and and spend your money and gamble and it's great. I love it. I love that. I love that America's pushing us to. To gamble on sports, I, I love that they're pushing sports back. I mean, finally, we're trying to, we're we're getting back into the. It feels like we're getting back into the. the I'm group. stimulating the economy with my sports gambling addiction. Stimulating, it's amazing. Great word there. So let's uh, l- let's let let's move into the new poll question of the week, and I think uh, Corey, you got that one as well. Oh, I do got that one. So this is a good one. Uh, so. Like you said, sports are slowly coming back, but there's a lot of flux going on right now with America. And, mm-hmm. you know, some places not going to open their states and other places don't care. Uh, it's real. It's a real wild, wild west out there. So I would like to ask the people uh, we're going to po- put this to- uh, put this poll up on the Twitter uh, fantasy S book. Uh, mm-hmm. If you can only have one sport come back for the rest of the season or for a season, during this quarantine, let's let's say, which would it be? The NBA, the NFL, MLB, NHL. You only get one. Uh, obviously, two of them, they're going to play the rest of their season out and the playoffs. Uh, one would be a full season, and the MLB will be like a half season. So uh, if you could only have one, which one do you want it to be? Wow. Um, well, this is actually a pretty easy question for me. I am a huge 
football fan, and I I can't wait to have the NFL back. Um, I know the NFL is coming back. Um, so it, it has. So they a, say. Yeah, so they say. I mean, football hasn't really had the speculation of not being able to come back. But if I really had to pick one of these that I didn't think was going to come back, I would definitely have to say I want baseball to come back. I, I, we need we need America's pastime. You know, everybody loves baseball. Um, it's baseball's fun to bet on. Um, it's fun to watch. I love I love betting on certain players and and just waiting for them to get up to bat and then start screaming at the TV. It's just it's exciting. It's fun, you know, sit there with the fam. Um, but baseball definitely and football would be. I, I if I had to pick one, it's definitely football. But as of right now, with baseball not going on, I really want to see baseball get back to get back to normal. Yeah, I definitely uh, would pick NFL as well. But if we're thinking of it like when they would start, if you picked NBA, it would start immediately. If you picked MLB, it would start in July. If you picked NFL, we got to wait till September. If you picked NHL, it'd start immediately. That was that's kind of like a modifier to the question, but um, I think it's worth the wait. I, I I still don't see the NBA and NHL. I, I don't I don't understand why they're trying to force playing the end of this season because it's. They're really trying to force it. And I think they're just going to bring everything back too fast. And they got to get everything together. Players, places, time to time, times to play and teams. And it's just, there's so much to get done to, to just play what 12, 13 games left and then playoffs. I mean, that, I don't think yeah. it's, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know, but that poll question's going up on the Twitter uh, at the fantasy S book. Go over there, hop on over there. Vote on it. Let us know what you think. Awesome. Great, great uh, poll question this week, Corey. Um, we are we're, we're going to move right into our fantasy football segment. And I have a treat for us this week. Um, I want your opinion. I, I was reading up on this. And in fantasy, this is going to kind of lead into our, our, our fantasy tip of the week. Um, I love... I love, you know, looking at trios and and teams that have a group of players that are 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 dominant and and you know when you when you say oh the Chiefs all right you say Patrick Mahomes Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill you know they got their bombers they got their big boys you know Lamar Jackson Mark Ingram and and Mandrews you know so um, I want I want your thoughts on on one. What who do you think is the best trio grouping in the NFL right now? Oh, uh, I don't know. Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. Like, wow. Okay, doesn't get off, much better than that. Yeah, no. Off the top of your head, that that, that, was, that was pretty good. Um, that's that, that that's an amazing trio. Um, they they combined for more yards, more touchdowns, more catches than. And then most and some teams even had, you yeah, know? Then some teams even have all together. So what, um, what do you predict for those, uh, that, that trio this year? What's your predictions? I don't know. Probably something the same as last year. You know, like I said, Drew Brees is on his last leg. He doesn't have as much of that bomb as he used to, which is perfect for Michael Thomas. He's that underneath small short routes just racking up the yardage you know michael thomas broke the single season record in receiving last year receiving yards last year mm-hmm. uh he'll probably do something near the same uh 
with Sanders, that's going to take a little bit away from him, but it might actually open up the offense a little bit more to get Kamara out um, against some linebackers uh, open into some open holes and get him out doing some stuff too. So definitely going to be a lot of yards going around that offense will still probably be pretty high powered. I think. Okay. So as uh, being, being a, a, a Denver native your whole life and you're loving the Broncos, what, what do you say about um, Andrew Locke and Philip Lindsay and the Gordon and Sutton and Judy, you know, I kind of put them as, you know, Gordon, Gordon and Lindsay are like a two headed monster. And then, you know, Sutton and Jerry Judy, your new wide receiver there is, or you took Henry Ruggs. No, no, they took Judy. Yeah. Jerry Judy. Right. So how do you, how do you compare your trio or those, those three from Denver say to, you know, a, a Dak Prescott and Ezekiel and Amari Cooper? I don't know. They're going to not definitely not on the same level. Uh, they're going to have a lot to, to learn. Uh, we got a new offensive coordinator, Pat Shermer. You know, they're going to have obviously a new weapon in Judy, Melvin Gordon. Uh, Sutton and Locke have something of a little bit of a rep- repertoire, but um, <clears throat> there's going to be some learning curve there. You know, there's going to be some high powered plays. There's going to be some awesome, exciting stuff, but there's also going to be some miscommunication, some figuring some stuff out, you know, adding in another running back. Uh, as well. So I don't, I don't know. They're going to be good, but they're not going to be like one of the top uh, trios or anything like that. Okay. So, so, so would you put uh, Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram and, 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 and Miles Boyd or Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews in that elite category as a trio? Uh, I don't know if I'm putting them in the elite category just yet. Like they're mm-hmm. definitely up there. Right. Um, but again, you know, still young, still got a lot, you know, Jackson missed, Mandrews on a couple of long uh, bombs and he's missed Hollywood Brown before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, just, you know, some things still to work out, but there's definitely uh, that ability is there. Yeah. Lamar Jackson's not the most, uh, most accurate man in, uh, in the league, but he is getting there. Um, but speaking of the most accurate man in the league, like you said, I think um, Drew Brees, Adam Kamara, Michael Thomas are the top trio in the league. You know, now too. let me get your thoughts on Tampa Bay, their trio with Brady, Evans, Goodwin, and whoever's playing running back. Um, Brady and Gronk and Evans and Goodwin. That 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 weaponry right there. Seeing that Jameis Winston threw fifty touchdowns with uh, the. Goodwin and just Evans <laughs> or not 50. Yeah. Uh, Goodwin and just Evans and what well, was a Cameron Brate and, and OJ Howard, you know, now you got a quarterback that can actually, you know, really throw the football and not just, you know, Jameis was a, a launcher. He just launched the football. He threw it downfield a lot. That's why he got picked off a lot because he didn't make good decisions. He made uh, Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin uh, have, really helped Jameis a lot in being able with their physical ability and being able to catch the football. Now, the, do I think that that trio Brady, uh, who is it? Uh, Ronald Jones and the new um, running back Keyshawn Vaughn, how they would stack up on a, in a trio. Um, I'd say they're, they're above average, but they are, we don't know yet. You know, I can't say that they are going to be an elite group, you know, like 
Mahomes and Williams and Hill and Kelsey. I can't say that that they're going to be an elite group in 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 in, in that such. So, right. I think they're going right. to do great, but as a top tier, no. Yeah, definitely. So that actually kind of brings us into our fantasy tip of the week. Um, I want to talk about a lot of people. I had a I had a friend ask me the other week. He's he's new in fantasy and he didn't really understand what stacking was. Now I, I kind of looked at him weird. Stacking is a is an easy concept. You I mean just think of the word. For any of those of you who don't know who stacking is, stacking is a concept we use in fantasy of two or more players from one team. Now, this obviously can be great. This obviously can be good, bad sometimes. Um, say you take a running back with your first pick. Then your second round, you take the wide receiver from that team. And then in about the fifth round or whatever, the quarterback for that team is available. And you say, ah, fuck it. You take him. So now you got three players. That's considered a super stack. You got three players from one offense that play every week together. Now, in a sense, it could be great if they score 45 points a game, which Kansas City does. But the thing with Kansas City is there's so many weapons that not everybody is going to get those fantasy points you need. Tyreek Hill will blow up for 30 this week. Travis Kelsey will go for 35 next week. Tyreek Hill won't have much. Sammy Watkins can blow up. You know what I'm saying? But there's one or two consistents. Patrick Mahomes will have those points every week. And one of those running backs, I'm sure, will have those points nearly every week. Now, you can't look at a team that uses two and three running backs. It's it's not too great for fantasy. You really need to go get a running back who is number one on the depth chart. They use him. They love him. They use him a ton. That's all they want is that guy, that guy, that guy. That's, that's the top fantasy running back you want. To get to say to, to to say you got Damian Williams and then you got Patrick Mahomes and then you went and got say Sammy Watkins because Tyreek Hill's probably already gone more than less. Um, I I like the stack, but at sometimes, like I said, I don't like the stack. I don't ever want to see anybody have four people from the same team. That is just way too much. There's no way you're gonna get because you really want 15 to 20 points out of each fantasy player. That's how you know that's really what you want. You're not gonna get that if you got four on the same team. Not everybody's gonna score. Not everybody's gonna even play. So it's great to go get your quarterback, and I love going to get a running back. If you want to go get one more player from that team, you know, wide receiver, okay, that's fine. But I wouldn't say go get any more than three players for one team like i said not everybody's gonna score so it's pretty much gonna be a wasted pick what do you uh what do you think about yeah i'm not a i'm not a big stacker definitely not into stacking because when it all when they all do bad you know those are the weeks that you needed to win or something like that it always aligns like that so i'm not a i've never been a big stacker i like to have darts all over the board instead of you know concentrating darts. Yeah, for, I, I I did I didn't I, I didn't really mention, but yeah, if 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 your team loses, you know, say the Kansas City Chiefs with all your players that you have, they lose that week. Well, you're gonna definitely lose that week because, well, you had your quarterback, your running back, and one of your wide receivers from the same team. So, like you said, if you got you got little darts all over the board, you know, 
you know, Stefan Diggs can do good over here and Emmanuel Sanders can do okay over there and, and whoever does great over there. And then you got, you got a team getting together. But like I said, once you got three or four players from the same team, that team either does great and it can make your break your, your season or it does bad and it can ruin your season. So be careful. Yeah. Don't grab too many and just look out on the boards and, and don't make any stupid mistakes when you draft. Yep, I agree. Okay, well, that uh, pretty much concludes our uh, our podcast for this week. Thanks for listening in. Um, and go on and answer that fan uh, or the poll question for the week. Um, and I hope to li- uh, hear you in, uh, or see you next week. Yep, thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody.